0: Hello and welcome to the very first episode of Gup Shop. We're your hosts, I'm Alex
1: and I'm Zahir.
0: and in this podcast we'll cover my journey as a former Catholic into marrying a Muslim man and we'll cover themes of uh, relationships, family and culture as well as the joys and challenges of being in a mixed race relationship.
1: Yeah and this is very exciting, this will be the first step into our journey, um, which started back in December. So we'll take you back to about the mid-December of 2020. Um, This is when we first started discussing um, the possibility of marriage and what that looks like. Um, One of the big challenges that that we had um, being in a mixed-race relationship and particularly, you know, from from my side, um, being a very sort of Muslim family, um, was how to approach all of this and how to um, get the process started, because honestly, we didn't actually even know what that process looked like, because we, in our minds, we thought there were so many challenges um, and so many things that we would have had to resolve before we could um, even discuss the possibility of marriage. But Anyway, uh mid December is when we seriously started discussing it. Um and we started uh discussing it with my family. Um and around this time, um we were taking a family trip um just locally in Sydney. Uh and um I had discussed the uh, the possibility of you meeting my family. Um and uh surprisingly they were very open to that. Um very enthusiastic. Mm. Uh, more more so than I thought. Uh so yeah, they they're really keen to meet you. Um and we had organized a meeting with um my sister and my brother. Well initially it was meant to be with my whole family. Um, but then my mum had said that uh that probably would have been too full on um as a first meeting. So we had organized a meeting with my sister and um actually we didn't even know my brother was gonna be there. Uh that was something you know, it was a nice surprise when you got there. Mm-hmm. But um Yeah, so uh, that was uh, around late December that we organised that meeting for. Um, And I remember I picked you up and we were driving to my sister's house. And uh, I guess I'll let you tell the rest of that story about Mm -hmm. how you were feeling and uh, how it went down.
0: I think I was feeling very nervous at the time. Um, I was probably really quiet in the car ride there. Um, I think I was asking you questions and... Just trying to practice um, saying the greeting correctly.
1: Yeah, the salaam alaikum greeting, which is how Muslim people greet each other. Um, so I remember you were practicing that quite a bit in the car.
0: Yep. And then when we got there, we walked up to the door um, and rang the doorbell. And then I think your brother answered the door.
1: <laughs> yeah, I guess that was the first time you realized that. He was there as well.
0: Yeah, and I could straight away hear your sister's kids every time yeah. we go to their house. Um, you hear the kids before you hear anything else. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think they were very quiet, actually. It was just um her son that was there. And he was surprisingly quiet um, when we got inside. Um, and your sister was talking to me about, um, she was just asking a lot of questions, basically trying to get to know me. Um, it was mostly me and her talking. I don't think you talked very much.
1: Yeah, it was a strange experience for me because, uh, I guess I had never gone to my sister's house on my own, um, especially not for a lunch as it turned out. Um, so I guess I was kind of like, what what is all of this like what is the purpose of it because my understanding was that it was just going to be kind of a meet and greet and then when we got there it was more of a a formal lunch slash brunch kind of deal um so yeah I was kind of just trying to suss out what was happening and um yeah I didn't say much but I remember my sister was kind of she was she kept it very light it was very um sort of small talk but um she did ask you a lot of questions yeah but, yeah, nothing, nothing too serious or um, too deep at that point. Um, but, yeah, yeah, how did that go for you?
0: Um, I thought it was all right. Yeah, she was nice. Um, I think she did ask me some questions about, like, what I like about you and stuff, which I thought was a bit funny because yeah. um, it was quite personal, I guess, and a bit awkward because you were right there.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, you couldn't really say anything bad
0: yeah obviously um but yeah I don't think she was she wasn't like pushing any sort of future discussion in terms of our relationship or anything which I thought might have come up so yeah it was pretty good um your brother didn't talk too much either
1: yeah I remember that it was was surprisingly very quiet um but was that kind of like your your worry going into it was that they were going to be asking you some very serious slash personal questions or trying to push their agenda
0: more? Mm, I guess I co- thought that could have come up, but she actually talked more than I thought she would because you kind of made it sound like your sister was quite shy. But then it turned out that I was the shy one because mm. <laughs> I was um, just – yeah, a bit nervous and I wasn't talking very much, I guess. Yeah, um, I
1: remember you didn't say much and then she was kind of trying to push the conversation along. But long story short, you know, nothing um, too serious happened in this meeting. It was very sort of just small talk and just getting to know each other. So you got to meet my brother and my sister and her son, who was surprisingly also very quiet. As um, He was
0: just glaring at me the whole time.
1: Yeah, he was giving you a death stare.
0: Yep. Um,
1: I mean, I guess that's pretty normal for kids when, um, they see someone new, it wasn't the case of that's a non-Muslim person in my household. I better <laughs> yeah. kick her out.
0: It was more just, um, who is this person?
1: Yeah. Um, so yeah, I guess that, that, that meeting went well. Uh, and fast forward, I think not long, two Early weeks. January. Yeah, two weeks from that, I had a birthday dinner and um, you came along with my, it was just you and my whole family, Mm -hmm. which probably was more daunting, well, definitely was more daunting than the first meeting. Um, Again, I picked you up uh, and I'll I'll let you take it from there.
0: (laughs) Well, I remember it took a long time for me to figure out what to wear firstly. Um,
1: Trying to find something that you you would consider appropriate or acceptable
0: modest enough yeah yep and also it was quite it wasn't super formal the restaurant we chose um i guess but i did want to look you know nice for this first meeting um i wanted to make a good first impression and on the way there i think i was like extra quiet yeah
1: i remember it was
0: even quieter than on the way to your sisters um and yeah, I was just super nervous because it was quite intimidating to meet your whole family.
1: Yeah, well it was like one person meeting seven or eight people. Yeah. Uh and as it turned out it was also a round table. Um so that would have been daunting. But anyway, mm-hmm. yeah, we got to the we were we were late actually. I forgot to mention. Yeah, we
0: were late. That was embarrassing. Yeah. Um, so everyone was sitting there, and we walked up. And your mum and sister had gifts for me, which was really nice. And um, basically, the restaurant was very loud. So there yeah. was very loud music in the background. I don't think there was really any sort of conversation going on while we were eating. It was
1: we like it was pretty
0: quiet. Um, I think your brother tried to, like, ask me some questions about, like, the menu, <laughs> like, yeah, the a small, small talk, yep. yeah. Um, but, yeah, it was pretty fine, actually. It was definitely a lot less intimidating than I thought it would be. Um, your parents really didn't ask me very much um, during it, the dinner.
1: Was it kind of one of those things where... Um, you know, you, it was something that you were most likely dreading up until you got there, and then the scariest part of it would have been as you walked up and you met them for the first time.
0: Pretty much, um, it was a bit an- anti-climatic. Yeah, because it just wasn't actually scary at all. Well,
1: that's how these things usually go. Like the what you fear the most, once you actually um, have faced it, it's it's a lot easier. Mm. And I imagine like the rest of that dinner would have been a lot easier because you had already done the hard part of introducing yourself and meeting them. And then we kind of lucked out with the music being so loud, it kind of took any conversation out of the equation. Yeah. Um, and then we just had dinner and we, we talked a bit with my sister. But again, nothing nothing serious. It was a very lighthearted, casual conversation up until actually the end when we were walking out and uh, I think my dad, was talking to you
0: yes your dad um asked me when they would be able when your parents would be able to meet my parents and i just said you know soon we can we can arrange a meeting that's fine um so yeah that was the next thing that we were sort of working towards organizing to sort of move things forward was a meeting for both our parents um, so they could get to know each other as well.
1: Yeah, I think it, it moved really fast from there. Like normally for for people that aren't in mixed-race relationships and especially people um, that kind of have those Western relationships, it's very uncommon for uh, you to meet your partner's family and then for, for your partner's family to immediately turn around and say, let's meet your family And when can you organise a meeting for us to discuss our future plans kind of thing? So for you, that must have been, uh, I guess, new uncharted territory.
0: Yeah. Well, I have the added um, bonus of um, my parents being, they were kind of, mm, not that they weren't willing to meet your parents, but they were just, um, I guess they weren't, they were trying to suss out how serious we really were about everything, and I think they would have only wanted to meet your parents if we were, like, actually going to, you know, get married and everything.
1: Yeah, I remember that, and it was kind of uh, we had to convince them almost to to actually organise that meeting. Yeah. And then um, when we finally did, it was, I think, a couple of weeks from that, from that initial meeting that you had with my family. Um, we had organised a dinner for – our families to meet. Mm-hmm. Um and that was a bit awkward at first.
0: Yeah. Just a little bit. Um I think my family came late again. There's yeah. a pattern here. Um, typical with my Typical Filipino time. Yep, Filipino time. Um But yeah, we went to a restaurant. Um really? There wasn't much conversation again?
1: Yeah, apart from Except the initial from... awkwardness, um, there was, you know, my dad and and your mom um, have kind of similar personalities in that they both love to talk about anything, like you can give them a topic and they'll run with it and go off on like a hundred different tangents and talk about everything under the sun. So they, they kind of steered the conversation and um, they were communicating back and forth for most of the evening up until the point where everyone was ready to leave and we were kind of just waiting for my my dad and your mum to stop talking. Um, But, yeah, yeah, overall it went well, I think, especially for for your parents. I think they were probably um, more apprehensive about all of this in terms of how that would turn out and kind of what they were probably wondering, like, what's the point of this meeting, like, what is expected of us. Mm. Um, But I think overall it went well. There was you know she I, to this day i don't know what they actually talked about mm-hmm. um but to my knowledge they talked um briefly about like us and kind of how we would work together and how the families would compromise and work together um that's as far as my dad told me that that they discussed but yeah i, I don't know the exact details but overall it felt like it went really well
0: mm-hmm.
1: um and i think it would probably would have been a relief for your parents because they would have had certain, um, I guess, what's the word, fears or uh, concerns. Preconceived notions. Yeah, preconceived notions like, you know, they're going to meet like a super Muslim family. Um, they probably would have felt like they they wouldn't be accepted or that they might be judged, um, similar to what, what you would have felt. But for them, it would have been more like, you know, they're, they're kind of your parents and it was it would, have, it would have been more of a, a big deal for them. mm um but yeah it, it it turned out that it was it was very casual and it, it, nothing too um extravagant happened during that meeting.
0: Yeah, I think my parents felt, you know, a lot of relief afterwards that after meeting your family and seeing, you know, they're really good people, they're really friendly and hospitable. They they invited my parents over afterwards to have some tea at your house, which was really nice. Um So yeah, I think they were just really happy and they could see, you know, a future between us Mm -hmm. um, after that meeting and yeah, it was all going on the right track.
1: Yeah. So then from that meeting, we um, kind of just got a bit more open um, in terms of you coming around to the house and um, just you getting to know my family more. So you would come by sometimes and kind of just hang out with them um have you know have lunch or have breakfast and um just get to know them uh and it was around that time that i guess you didn't know about this but from from my side there was a lot of pressure to start the process of getting married like that's that's the muslim way is once you find a suitable match um you've met their families and you've you've, um, established that everything is fine and that you're compatible, then you want to push it along as quickly as possible. At least that's, maybe that's more of a traditional thing, but that's definitely, um, how my family especially my mom, um, wanted things done. So there was a lot of pressure on me to push things along, um, towards marriage. And this was before, you know, at this time we weren't engaged. Um, I don't think we had even discussed it that much, uh, so for me, it was like, okay, well, I have to kind of hold my mum back a bit and say, you know, we can't just get married immediately. Like the Muslim marriage ceremony is called the nikah, and my mum wanted us to do that very, very shortly after they had met with um, your family mm-hmm. and they wanted me to raise that with your family and you to say, okay, when can we book a nikah date? And that was kind of freaking me out because I was like, well – by their standards, they've only met you once. And it's highly unlikely that when I suggest, um, you know, give me a date in the next month for when I can get married to your daughter, it wouldn't have gone down well. It definitely wouldn't have got the outcome that my parents wanted. Um, so, yeah, that was kind of scary for me. And there was a lot of pressure from my mum at that time. There was previously as well, but then she really ramped it up because she had met with your family. and. Um, she could kind of see the finish line. Um, and so for me, it was kind of just like managing expectations on both sides and trying to uh, find a way where everyone was happy and kind of just keeping my mum at bay. Um, yep. but around that time, you know, we really started talking about engagement and you would come around and we would look at rings um, online. And-, yep.
0: and we would also we would do fun things as well, sometimes play games and – watch tv um I think I felt a bit weird about it at first because I wasn't sure if I was welcome as often as as I was coming over because it was nearly every day yeah and um I practically just lived here um and your mom was always cooking us food and being really lovely um but yeah I think think there was definitely
1: a time where you came I think Almost a week or two straight, where you're coming like almost every day, and then my mum was kind of like,
0: probably sick of me.
1: Well, she was like, well, if 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 you guys are like keen to see each other every day, then just get married. Like, what's the big deal? Mm-hmm. And in her mind, she couldn't fathom how, like, what's she was trying to like figure out the reason as to why we won't just do the nicker tomorrow, and just go to the mosque and get do the nicker.
0: And um, I think, like, in terms of our relationship. We wanted to keep some sort of romance in it. We didn't want to just rush anything because of that or because, you know, that's, you know, what the preferred thing to do is to do it as quickly as possible. Um, We still wanted to take things at our pace and be completely comfortable with everything that was happening um, in terms of our own feelings towards everything,
1: yeah, I think it was it was definitely tricky because uh the way that we the the pace that we would have wanted to do things was definitely constantly under pressure, like we we constantly were pushed to um do things faster from my side, your side was like pushing things to go slower. slower, yeah, so it was like a a bit of a tussle yeah. um so yeah it was it was a strange time I have to say like it was from one side it was like take it slow you don't have to rush um do things at your own pace really suss things out there's no pressure and then the other side was like the opposite like do it now do it you know book a date um make things happen and um especially from you know when when we are talking about engagement from my side um engagement isn't really a thing like it's not um for us it was like the logical next step like okay now we're going to get engaged, then we're going to plan a wedding, um, then we're going to get married. But from my mum especially, it was like, what's an engagement? Like, what does that mean? Like, just book a date and do, do the nikah, then do a reception, and then you're married. Um, and then that was really challenging to explain to her that, you know, I wanted to propose and I wanted to um, give you a ring and get engaged. And then usually you wait a bit, you, you plan a wedding, and Usually, then, you
0: enjoy the engagement for a while, you know, have some engaged bliss.
1: Most fiancés. Yeah, yeah.
0: But um, for us, it all happened quite quickly.
1: Yeah, I think ultimately, my mum almost got her way. <laughs> um, but anyway, like, what happened was we started talking about engagements, and we had no idea. Like, you're not really that into jewelry. either a so, We were kind of starting fresh in terms of rings. We had no idea what to look for or even like what our budget should be. And as it turned out, our budget that we were thinking of was way, way off from the mark. Um, But yeah, we started looking at rings, I think, in late, mid to late January. Uh, And uh, we were kind of looking online and then we would go into stores and you would try on different bands and different... um, Diamonds.
0: Diamond cuts.
1: Yeah, diamond cuts. Uh, and you kind of went back I and I changed forth. my mind
0: a lot about the um, style that I wanted. Um, so that did take a while to sort of settle on one particular cut and, and then.
1: Well, actually, I remember we, after we would go to the stores, we would come back and my mum would be like, great, you chose a ring. Mm-hmm. And then we'd be like. No, we didn't because of blah, blah. And she'd be, like, super surprised. I was like, what's so hard about it? Just choose a ring. Back in my day, we would just, um, I don't know what she said, we would just choose a ring, like the first ring that we saw. Like, there's, there can't be that many options. Uh, but, like, it turns out there's a lot of options and a lot of choice, um, a lot I of decisions.
0: She, yeah, I think she just thought I was extremely fussy probably by that point. that we were just trying to stall maybe
1: yeah well that wouldn't have been a bad strategy like and I think she didn't realize that even when you choose a ring and you decide on one that it takes time to actually get the ring um get it sized um get it shipped and there's a whole process involved um Mm -hmm. not to mention the actual money required to purchase a ring most people don't just have that lying around so you need to save up and you need to um kind of have a budget in mind and work to that. so, yeah, for us, it took us almost three, four weeks of looking until you settled on one. And you didn't actually settle on one. You had a couple that you liked um, that, you, that you told me that, that you'd be okay with. Yeah. Um,
0: and then in about February, I got a surprise text message from um, one of your family members, uh, which took us on a little bit of an adventure. Mm-hmm which we'll get into in episode two of Kapsha.
1: Yeah, that's definitely a story for the next episode. Um, I think we'll wrap it up here. Uh, that was first episode we, we just wanted to discuss um, your first meeting with my family, our family's meeting, um, and kind of just how that played out. And the next episode we'll get into this adventure that you speak of. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank you so much for joining us in this episode. We hope you guys enjoyed it. And uh, if you want to follow us along on this journey, um, please follow us on Apple Podcasts, as well as YouTube if you want to watch the video version. Um, But that's pretty much it from us. And we'll see you guys in the next episode. Bye. Bye.